Hey guys, it's your boy Eli from the Concerns, back for another Watchmen review, which this time we're talking about episode 7 in a truly, an almost religious awe. So, as we like to do this, sometimes we like to talk about it towards the end, sometimes we talk about it at the beginning, about our thoughts on the episode. Uh, we'll start off with how our thoughts on the episode for, you know, in just uh, this episode in general. Jay, what are your thoughts on this episode? Um, wow. Is a... Uh... A lot of stuff is. This is a. I think we discussed this, this earlier. Is, yeah, this, this is a big reveal episode. Yeah, we're pretty much like a bunch of stuff gets uh, answered. We uh, we we get like more insight into what Lady True's trying to do. We get more insight about what the Calvary is trying to do. Just just a whole lot of stuff happens in this episode. Yeah. Um. My my. What I would say for this episode is like what the. F- Fuck. Like, I've been saying that throughout the whole time these reveals are going on, and especially the last big reveal where you know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I'm with you. I think this is um, probably one of their better episodes. There are some aspects in the writing that I'm like, eh, you could have done, done better with that. But, you know, aside from that, I think it's a, very, a pretty solid, a pretty good episode uh, overall. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Like, there are moments in the writing that are kind of um uh just kind of like a bit forced. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, uh yeah, no, I think this is sort of a a very solid episode and a lot of stuff gets answered and it is very crazy. Yes, it is. So let's start off with the breakdown. So this is coming off the heels of episode six, which is uh an ex- this extraordinary being where Angela Abar is going, like, basically reliving the past of her grandfather. Yeah. And finding out that he was the original superhero who did justice and how, and why he did the stuff that he did and why he ended up, tr- ended up, uh, causing Judd to hang himself. Yeah. And now we start off with her waking up and, um, well, no, it starts off with a flashback to, to, um, Angela's past. Yeah. Uh, with- Starting off with a who was Dr. Manhattan. And, you know, it's just all this. Because you were kind of bothered by one of those uh, moments in, the, in that little recap. It was the Vietnam stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, the, it's basically like a, sort of like a like a, uh, like a mm-hmm. documentary kind of thing. Yeah. Like, sort of going over, like, Dr. Manhattan's past, you mm-hmm. know. And, like, how he became Dr. Manhattan. And, like, how he helped win the uh, Vietnam War. And, uh... There's, like, a moment where they show, like, actual footage of, like, from the Vietnam War. Uh, Which is, it's clearly obvious uh, footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they pretty much just green screen a blue man into the footage, just walking around, like, pointing at stuff as stuff starts is exploding. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't look great. It does not look great it at all. It doesn't. It kind of bothered me. I don't know. It's one of the things I kind of uh, I like the way Zack Snyder made it look in his film, and I was like, eh. You know, but here was like, it's just like a dude painted in blue, just walking around. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, it looks really weird. Yeah, and so you know, Angela, we see her trying to pick up a film, and it's interesting enough. The film that she picks out is a sort of black exploitation film. Well, as I found out through the PDPDS, which is uh, HBO's way of like. Uh, adding more to the story, like kind of like how the books at the end of every chapter, 
There's like excerpts from other stuff that made you know help flesh out the world. And it's revealed that this instead of black exploitation film, it's more like a hero exploitation films because like at that time, mass heroes were like all you know. Allowed. Oh, so okay. All right. This is there like oh, no, let's make a black superhero because there's not a black superhero. Right. And right. This is and the movie is called Sister Night, and that is basically the origin of her uh, of Angela's superhero name. Superhero's name. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, it's trauma, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Um. But yeah, no, she just, uh, she goes, like, yeah, she goes to that video store, she, uh, tries to rent it, and, like, um, shows it off to her parents. Yeah. And, like... Which, by the way, this is a, this is a moment in the, in the show where they're all celebrating the day they were conquered by Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, it's sort of, like, yeah, it's kind of very reminiscent of something like, uh, uh, um, like, victory in Europe, victory in Japan kind of thing, where, yeah. like, they celebrate, like, you know, when the war ended and all that stuff. And yeah, you know, like they're in like I think Saigon. Like, yeah, it was, uh, Saigon. Yeah, it was Saigon, Vietnam, and you know they just they have like a big huge festival, like just a bunch of people dressed up as Doctor Manhattan and whatnot. And uh, yeah, no, she goes to her parents and like uh, tries to like convince them to like ha- have her watch uh, the the film, but, but yeah, yeah, it was a film, and there are a lot. And this is the thing that I found interesting that you and I were talking about. Was that um, it? <clears throat> Will's son, Angela's dad, who's did we forget his name? Angela's dad. I feel like it's been it, it was mentioned like last episode when he was a kid, but yeah. um, I'm looking at it just in case. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's him and uh, and and and. Him and, and uh, Angela's mom are yeah. sort of like just being like, you know, no, we can't let you watch that. And like, he's sort of like, uh, you know, people in masks are very sort of like. Marcus. His name is Marcus. Okay, Marcus. And the mother's name is Elise Abar. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. The, um, there, so, clearly, um, there's this whole thing about the whole, you know, he, he's pretty much, they, they insinuate that he's scarred from the moments that his father was a hooded justice. Um, it didn't seem right because he tells Angela people in mass we should not be trusted and that they should be feared and it doesn't click for her for that yeah because you know she's like it's a superhero kind of thing but no um, you know she, she eventually you know listens to her dad and they she goes and returns a DVD a VHS I'm sorry um, to the video store but as that was going along we started noticing in the background that this Clearly something like a foot, like someone, something, something's happening, uh, something's about to go down, and what turns out to be is a suicide bomber. Yeah. And it kills both Angela's parents, and that's when Angela wakes up from her dream, her, like, kind of dream, I guess, her memory dream. Yeah. And isn't, and Lady True comes in and tells her, yeah, I've been injecting you with something that, um, to help you cleanse his, uh, his memories out of your, out of your head. And we have you hooked up to some to someone that can help you out with that. We'll we'll talk about that later. That's actually not really a spoiler. What is it? Nah. Um. I don't know. Nah, I don't think it is. Uh, there will be a spoiler portion. I think that's where most of our talks are gonna be at. Yeah. Because holy shit, that was a fucking real. Um. No. So essentially, you know, she's just going around. I explained to her like 
what are the things that happen in your mind. And of course, in the course, Angela does not reveal all that has happened in her memories because she's like wants to keep that to herself. Yeah. Very very emotional stuff. Very interesting stuff. And then we cut to Angela's husband, Cal. Yeah. And he's trying to find out find out what's going on with his wife. Yeah, I think like he 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 comes up to the uh, the mm-hmm. to uh, where she's held at, which is that Lady True's sort of like big giant tower thing, the Watchtower. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's sort of like uh, the um, uh, Red Scare and Pirate Jenny. Jenny are sort of like there as sort of like. Can I just say Pirate Jenny's like her outfit is just eh. I mean, yeah, it's this is a pirate aesthetic. Anyways, um, they're just both there as look lookout and. Uh, Sort of just being like, he and Cal sort of just there being like, hey, I, I want to see my wife. He wants to know what she's doing. It's like, eh, you know, don't worry about it, bro. Like, yeah, and like even like he goes to the uh, the front desk, I guess. It's more yeah, like like the people that like this uh like gate. Yeah, the, tries, gate, the gates. Yeah, and like tries to like get some answers and like, and I think he's informed by Bihan. Like, yeah, uh, Bihan, the, the daughter of Lady True. Yeah, yeah, they're like you know, she's doing fine. Uh, don't worry about it. We got this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he's clearly not like you know having it. No, and then and from there we talk about um Lori, and how we get a she gets a call from PD saying that, hey, you know how you told me to go check up on uh, Booking Guys Wade? Yeah, yeah, he's not here. Uh, and there's a bunch of dead cavalry. In other words. My boy, Looking Glass is alive. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, it turns out that you know he survived his encounter with the Calvary, and uh, is on the run. Uh, where he, where he is, or where, what he's gonna do, we don't really know. No. Um, though it's it's interesting how they thought they 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 they're figuring out that something's up because Lori was talking about how she felt that Wade just gave up Angela so easily. Yeah. And so that's why she sent Pete to go check on him. And that's why Lori is visiting Judd's wife, um, whose name escapes me in the moment, but we'll look it up in the meantime. But, Judd, you tell them what, what, what's going on with uh, Lori and Judd's wife. Yeah, no. Like, she goes to investigate because um, apparently while Angela was OD'd on the nostalgia pills, she was speaking mm-hmm. and talking through, like, basically as Will throughout the her entire time and Lori recorded the conversations and she essentially now knows that will was hooded justice and uh essentially that will suspected a uh, a uh, uh, judd of being part of like the uh this cyclop cyclops cult which is sort of like a white supremacy cult thing yeah the ones that try to do the whole mind control thing by the way her name is jude Okay, yeah, June. But yeah, she just goes there to like basically just question her, because mm-hmm. like she sort of now is sort of suspicious about like her involvement and pretty much if she knew about Judd and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And this is where it turns out June's actually part of the whole cavalry. Yeah, no, she like like uh... <laughs> they literally had a trap door for her. Yeah, no, she literally uh just just like blurts it out like she doesn't she's not even like phased by it she's not she, she's not even like it's it's almost expected try- that it was, ha- was supposed to happen yeah and as, this is one of the aspects of the writing where i have an issue with where they try to make a joke out of it but it wasn't really that funny and i was like oh, come on really 
Yeah, because like uh, June tries to like apparently has a trap door and tries to like, you know, catch Lori in it and it malfunctions for a bit and Lori just like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Before it eventually finally works. Yeah, uh, I will say though, someone commented that I was talking to, uh, made note from the book, and I'll and I'll get back to that as soon as I can. But essentially, um, you know, that's she gets captured. Angela's back, and she's um, being confronted by Bihan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we go back to Angela, who's, like, recovering from, like, still recovering. And, like, Bihan's just there, sort of, uh, like, just giving her, like, a bunch of photo tests. Yeah, it was for, uh, what was it for? It was some kind of college-level thing. Yeah, it was, like, for her dissenta- dissertation, I think. Good lord, it's just a child. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, I mean... When you're the daughter of a, basically the smartest woman in the world, you're, you're bound to get some of that DNA. Yeah. And it's kind of like a Rorschach attack. It's like, tell me what you see. And she describes, um, Angela describes what she sees and this and that. And it immediately leads to another um, flashback. This time, Angela as is in an orphanage. You know, basically scrubbing the floor. It's kind of like all like bad orphanages are. Yeah. And she gets called in by the police, Angela, little Angela. And the police ask her, was this guy, because they have a guy in the back, was this guy part of the whole, uh, you know, bombing? To which she says yes. And it's the guy who, earlier in the earlier in the episode, we see him playing with the little puppets of Dr. Manhattan. He's clearly scarred from, like, he, I'm guessing he was part of the, of the war, and he just looks at him. And like you can click, and you'll see later on like why some people are like not okay with being part of the U.S. and Doctor Manhattan because there's a clear note somewhere in there. I'll get to it. But you know she Angela at this point is like we see her as we all know her now. She's not phased by a lot of stuff. Yeah, because she's they asked her you know thank you for helping us. You can go back inside. Angela responds to, can I at least listen? And that's when you and I were like. Ugh, I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, that was uh, because what they do to the guy is basically just to execute him. Yeah, not in, yeah, and behind the building basically. Yeah, and this is where her her becoming a cop is now more interesting because this is why she became a cop. Yeah, because the uh, one of the police officers she gives Angela her, her, her like a badge and be like you know like. You know, come find me when you know you want to be a cop or whatever. Yeah, which uh, was sort of like um, like half the reason why she even got the, was triggered this memory is because Bihan um, asked uh, her like, you know, why did she lie to uh, her kids about being a cop? Kind of yeah. thing. Well, there's your answer. <laughs> yeah. And then later we later when she snaps out of it, we we t- she's continually talking to Bihan. And Bihan explains one of her another her dreams uh, about being an old woman, and we'll get to that as soon as we can, because it is addressed later on. Yeah, they do reveal like why why she has the those dreams. Portion. Yeah, and it weirds Angela out, and then we get to good old Adrian Veidt and his little fun adventures. Yeah. This time it's been almost a year. It's three hundred sixty-five days. He of a trial where the game, where the warden, game warden, right? Yeah, the game warden is judging him for his past crimes, and they bring up the whole fact that he did, he made the squid and started killing people. 
Yeah. Which is a uh, which you had something interesting to say about that, didn't you? Um. Yeah, I no, I don't, I don't recall. Um, it it was something about um, like, yeah, if the, like if he's he's okay with killing all these people, then of course he's uh, he's not gonna be okay with us, kind of stuff. Um, or was that somebody else who told me that? I don't recall. I don't know. Yeah, but basically that's the whole issue. That's the whole argument is like you know, he's you know he's capable of doing this. Of course he's capable of basically murdering us repeatedly over and over again just to get what he wants. Yeah. But that's not the big reason he's on trial. The big reason he's on trial is because he broke the first rule. It's like, you cannot leave. Yeah. You cannot leave. And he's trying to leave because he feels trapped. The funny thing is, the whole time... This has been going on for like 365 days, right? Yeah. I don't know how the I don't know how days work in Europa. Because it's confirmed it's in Europa. Yeah. But essentially, you know, he has not talked about his whole case. Yeah, he, he himself has is, is his own defense lawyer. And he hasn't, like, you know, done anything to, t- to speak for himself. Yeah, and this is one of the, again, the cases of, of the writing where I have an issue with. But I think at the same time, it's I'm okay with it because it's kind of like Adrian's vice on perpetual hell. Yeah, yeah. So, at the end there, you know, the game warden's about to get, about to ask his, the, the jury. Which, by the way, it's nothing but um, Kershax and, what's his name, Phillips. Yeah, clones and all that stuff. So, the essentially what happens there is that uh, you know he's like you know I can't ask you guys to as a as a group of oh, his peers. Oh, you forgot about the other thing. What other thing? Uh, he, he, like they give him a chance to defend himself. Oh, that's right. Yes, they give him a chance to defend himself, and to which you know because it, it, it's a closing statement basically. Yeah, closing statement. Yeah. Yeah, and so the woman, the 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 lady, the prosecutor is like, yeah. He deserves to be guilty. And then they give Game Warren gives him a chance to defend himself for at least one last time, only for Adrian Vite to do a stinky old man fart. Yep. And that's all he does and sits back down. Yeah, because that's basically how he feels about the situation. Yep. He's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> you all can go to hell. Well, I care. Uh, basically, he is in hell. But now... um. You know, and the game warns like I can't make you a group of his peers actually like, you know, be uh give him a trial because you guys aren't his peers. Yeah, he's beneath us basically. That's yeah. what he's saying because of all the all the stuff he's done. So he brings in like a bunch of pigs for out of nowhere, and I'm just like, okay, that's just that's that's interesting. Yeah, and a good chunk. Uh, most of them are CG pigs too. Yeah, so yeah, it's he, whatever. He picks them up and he's like, "What? What do you say, madam? What do you say, Miss Piggy? Guilty or innocent?" And he's like, "It just squeals." He's like, "Guilty," and just immediately everyone's just like, "Guilty, guilty." And that's why I'm saying it's his own perpetual hell. Because good lord, if that happened to me, I'd be like, "Someone get me out of here." Yeah, it's 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 very sort of like yeah. Uh, and let's see what happens after that. It's been a while. No, uh, no. Um, what happens after that is um. Uh, no, like we we I think we come back to uh, we come back to Angela now, and she's talking to True about what's going on, and, and basically True just tells her, "I'm just trying to save the world." Yeah, and we get a bomb that we're gonna talk about later. Uh, Truth, uh, 
big whole re- re- revelation. But again, we'll get back to that later. And then we find ourselves with Lori. Yeah. And we'll get to what's happened with Lori, but basically she does it. She is able to confront jo- uh, Keed about the whole Cyclops thing. And we're going to get to what their big plan is. Yeah. In, in a second. So Angela is trying to find out what's going on. And she essentially finds the room where her cables are connected only to find out that and she, for the whole time it's insinuated that it might be um will because it was his memories that they're yeah help and then using him to help cleanse it they explained it in the earlier in the episode but later on but we find out it's not her it's not will it's actually an elephant yeah just a big cg elephant that's like sleeping i i mean insinuate you can guess on what that does but apparently true is a big fan of elephants like there's a lot of elephant imagery around her you know, I didn't notice that. Well, I mean, the, the true logo. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I still didn't And, that. like, uh, whenever she... Uh, yeah, I found this out recently. that Apparently, there's a lot of elephant imagery around her. Um, there's a lot of ivory. And apparently, like, in um, in Vietnam, the, there's a... There's a... the There's, a whole, like, a bunch of great stories involving these uh, elephants. There was a woman named Lady True who was well-known for her. Something involving an elephant. I, I don't know the story. I'm I'm just quoting of what I've heard. Right. Okay, so don't come at me. Come on. Um, but no, essentially... We, we can just say it's like... Elephants have the best memories. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I yeah. guess that's kind of what it's and going for. And then we get the last memory of Angela's past. Where she's visited by her grandmother. Yeah. And her grandmother is trying to, you know, have this sort of great body moment... And get her out of the states. She originally wanted to talk to her son because she recently had a heart attack, and you know just to get back in touch with him because apparently they they've been like you know they've been distant. They've been distant uh, for whatever reason we don't know. No, I think she explained uh, that it was because he wouldn't wanted to you know join up in the army. She wouldn't let him. Like she she wouldn't let him go to the army. Yeah, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Well, I mean, we won, so <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he still joined. Yeah, he still joined. Yeah. And so they have this great bond moment, and this especially bond over the movie uh, Sister Night. Yeah. And they they both plan to gain to going back to Tulsa, and you know, just getting together, starting a new life, watching the film finally. And they take a cab ride. They're they're about to take a cab ride home, only for her to for. Grandma, um, I think her name was June. Jane, no, Jane was there. Oh, yeah, June. Um, only for her to collapse from another heart attack and die. Yeah, which I don't know. I I found it weird that you were laughing at that. Well, I mean, I was more or less just kind of uh, found it slightly funny just because it was sort of like uh, mm-hmm. very random and sudden. Yeah, like just immediately. But no, I, I I I get like in the context of the uh, of the story, like this is essentially just another is another um, another tragedy for, for Angela that yeah. she was this close to like like finding happiness and being part of a family again, yeah. only for it to be ripped away so suddenly. Yeah, and like the thing about that that I've really um that I really like is that it's such a comic book thing to do. 
like that's such comic book writing in general like you, you there's a moment of happiness only for it to be easily snuffed away which makes it so real but it's also stuff that you would see like in comics yeah like um the death of Gwen Stacy like that's you know Peter has a chance for a loving relationship only for it to snuff away granted not not as extreme as Gwen Stacy but you know it's it's there yeah yeah and though I do love the fact that once later on it just starts to panning out to like um to the to this big mural that they have set up yeah in Saigon behind Angela where it's a sin, where it's like Dr. Manhattan because at this point like I said earlier they kind of revere him yeah but it's like they also spray paint the word murderer put him with little, little devil horns and blood in his hands because like he's still responsible for like all this death and destruction that he's literally caused for yeah and you know we forgot to talk about oh we'll talk about that in the spoiler portion oh alright yeah because I have theories Right. So, later on, you know, she snaps out of it. She disconnects from the elephant. And she starts walking around trying to escape. Only for her to find, like, this little spherical object that shows off all these different Dr. Manhattan, like, telephone booths. Like, the ones you saw Lori use earlier. Yeah. And you see that it's connected to all these different places because there's a point where there's a woman who is clearly a Spanish descent or some kind of she speaks spanish and you me who are both uh of the language know what she was saying she basically was praying to dr Manhattan to please get rid of my cancer i have brain cancer please help me and then we you know it's cuts, it cuts to every to all this a good chunk of people just like and go to Lori and it was like okay so lady true's been tracking all these and lady yeah. true um brings up the fact that you know dr Manhattan, you know he might not really listen to us. He might be somewhere close by, though. And that freaks Angela out, and you know, she just you you well, she doesn't like freak out, but she's like you can tell from from um her the actors and how she performs that she's clearly like bothered by um what was said. Yeah, it's one of the good things about Regina King. I don't know what I like about her. She she really puts a lot of emphasis in, in her emotions. And so later on, and so, you know, she escapes and we're just going to end it there because what happens next is probably the big reveal of the episode. And well, yeah, it's going to lead us to the spoiler portion. But again, um, as you were saying, I think this is a good episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are some aspects in the writing that I'm like, it's questionable at best, but it, it did a good job in what, in what the work was meant to be. And a lot of the reveals that we we're going to talk about in our spoiler portion are like really well done because essentially when you look back at it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, it definitely puts a lot of stuff into context from the other episodes. Yeah. So, yeah, you have anything else to say before we go to spoilers? Uh, no, I think we've uh, discussed a lot of stuff at least. In, yeah. In 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 length, yeah. Yeah. Because it was it. So yeah, guys, it's a, it's a great episode. Go check it out. So at this point, we start going into more of the big stuff to talk about, which is the spoilers. Uh, you know, usually we like to give you a quick rundown of like bullet po- of stuff that's going on, more like bullet points, like this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. But we never try to go deep into it. That's always left for the spoilers. And there's enough t- stuff for us to talk about in the spoilers to like last us a good long while. But yeah, you know, go watch the episode and come back to us when you're want to hear all the spoiler stuff. So I'm gonna give you a couple seconds to you know pause the video or. You know, pause the podcast 
if you guys don't want to hear this. But if you do, you can listen on, watch on, and yeah, we'll go from there. I'm just going to give you a couple seconds to go and do what you need. Okay, Joey, where do we begin on what the fuckery? Um, should we go from the most what the fuck up or just build on that? No, I think we should just build. Okay, so the first thing we got to talk about is Bihan. So one interesting thing that has been dropped about Bihan is that she is not True's biological daughter. She's a clone of True's mother, which some of us saw coming along the way. Um, I mean, I think we kind of clued in that she. Honestly, I think I remember like having the theory that she was just a clone of, mm-hmm. of uh, Lady True herself. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, no, she's definitely a clone of her mother, and like the reason why she's yeah. having all these dreams. And I, I remember hearing a lot of people saying that this is bad storytelling because we could all see it coming a mile away. My my personal stance on that is that it's self, it's fine that you can see it coming a mile away. So long as they make the make the make it interesting as we get to that reveal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and you you said something special about that. I'm trying to remember what you said though. Uh yeah, no, I think I was. Uh, I think when we dis- were discussing this uh, after we finished watching the episode, and uh, we, I was more like, um, um, like it's fine for something to be like sort of like kind of like you can kind of see it coming because it's sort of like that's kind of like i feel like what you want as a writer yeah like you want your audience to like believe the 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 reveal Mm -hmm. instead of just being like some random reveal that's like has like a shock factor to it obviously but it's like like, brand becoming king well yeah i mean i had to throw it out there yeah that was no build up to that and just straight up did that yeah well anyways uh back on track yeah but basically (laughs) you know like you don't want to like like making a reveal just for a reveal is kind of like seems equally as lazy like you want to have your audience like believe the reveal to actually think yeah and like it's it's fine if you see it coming a mile away but like if you make the make it worthwhile it's fine but you know we we find out that lady true's daughter behan is essentially her mother that's why she's able to have all these like memories cuz she's implanting her with memories of her mother, so that way when she reveals her millennium clock or watchtower or whatever, she knows that her mother would be there. And then she drops something about her father. Yeah. And I have maybe one or two theories on who the father could be. It's either just gonna be some random Vietnamese dude, or it could. So someone told me this, and I'm I'm putting this out here as one of the theories that I have too. Because we we started talking about it and we were like, oh, wait, what if like, and we both came up with this theory, me and my buddy. We were saying that what if Adrian Veidt was the father? That's why. Because she always she talks about, we always, we respect our elders, we revere them. Wouldn't her, fa- wouldn't her father count as that too? And and that's why she has the statue of Adrian Veidt? Um, that's definitely a theory. Um, Doesn't have to be right. Yeah, yes. Um I think you mentioned like another theory that you had in the back of your mind as well. Yeah, and that's the one I'm really leaning towards cuz the one me and my friend were talking about like, "Oh, what if it's like we're more like we're more talking about that shock factor cuz we were talking about how how the these other theory that I have is also really good and but it's also the one like a lot of people are like also theorizing and it's it's it'll be just as shocking but like, you know, it's but it's also like 
the 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 the, the right one is more shocking, I guess. Yeah. But again, like I said earlier, it's all about how we get there. But the the other person I think who'd be her father is the comedian. Right. Because in the books, um, comedian was known to like mess around with the Vietnamese women. He would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he did stuff. Not okay stuff. No. 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 Not good. Yeah. Not 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 good. But essentially, um, in one aspect, um, I don't know if B if Bihan would be the mother he shot in the book, or just a random woman. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she, I don't know if someone could. I don't know. I can't remember if she shot him in the heart or in the in the womb. But essentially, you know, that lady died. Doctor Manhattan was there, and he did. He saw all this stuff, but. I feel like it'd be such a crazy thing to do if they revealed it to be the comedian. Yeah, it'd be very... especially from the perspective of Lori. Yeah, because that's her father, and he she found out after he died. Who imagined the the possibilities if it was her father and all that crazy stuff? But no, that's that's my theory. But the the the, the Bihan reveal was really like shocking because like that leads into like a lot more possible things that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, and Joe, you want to take away with our second reveal? Uh, yeah, I believe uh, we finally get to learn uh, what Senator Keed and the Seventh uh, Cavalry are planning, and they are planning to recreate uh, the scenario that caught that created Doctor Manhattan, and in order to do that, they are planning to capture Doctor Manhattan and destroy him, and then in that process. Have I think Senator Key become a new Doctor Manhattan? Yeah, it's it's really crazy. It's pretty insane. It's funny because when uh, when uh, Lori like meets with uh, Keed, Keed, yeah, she's sort of like is sort of like doesn't really care. She's like, I've been through this before. Like whatever you're gonna say about this whole evil plan of yours, I'm just not gonna give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. To which Keed is like, I think you'll care. Because it involves Doctor Manhattan, your ex. Yeah, and uh, like also half the reasoning mm-hmm. why uh, they're doing this as well is because uh, um, he sort of brings up like this sort of like um, fact that it's he's uh, like I'm not a racist, but oh yeah, his whole like I'm not a racist, but you know. It's like, I'm not a racist, but it's pretty hard to be a white man in America th- these days. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, mm. that's still pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, it's still a pretty racist thing to say. Yeah, and like, what's interesting is that they, they want to recreate the whole thing. It's You and I were talking, this could easily fuck up. They could, like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure what happened to Dog Manhattan uh, is sort of a one in a billion kind of chance scenario. Yeah. Well, as I recall, I don't remember if this is in the book, but I remember in the movie, he was thinking about how his father would talk about fixing up a clock and, like, working backwards. And I think it's insinuated that that's how he kind of, like, came back. He just, like, as he was dying, he was, like, thinking of the clock and helping him put everything backwards. Right. Like, putting himself back into into existence. But, no, yeah, it's, you were telling me it could easily, like, fuck him up. Fuck up, friend. And you were also making this fun joke about, oh, what if it actually happens? Yeah, because I, 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 cause, cause for me, like it, it only ends one of two ways. They either, you know, mess up the machine and it pretty much like destroys the entire Earth, which would be pretty funny. 
and would be kind of like a it seems like something that would happen in the Watchmen universe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, or like it does succeed, he does become another Doctor Manhattan, and he pretty much just sort of like jumps to the same logical conclusion that Doctor Manhattan jumps to, where it's like, you know, what what's the point in like reality and all that stuff? Yeah, he. Uh, you were saying like like he just like he gets it now. Like I like I yeah, it's like I get it now. I get why he doesn't want to come back. <laughs> Which reminds me, it's like it's. So like you know, there's a the writer Grant Morrison. He wrote one of my favorite Superman books, also Superman. And in that book, um, Lex Luthor gets the abilities of Superman. You know, he's got all the strength, all the power. But then he starts to stop for a minute, and notice. And basically, it's hard to explain unless you read the book that he he comes to realizations that were like, um, oh my god, we're we're all to we're all connected. And like we're all we have, that's that's the meaning, man. That's the meaning. And it's just like okay, I can totally see Key doing that if he actually gets. It. He's like, oh my god, I see it now. There's no such thing as race. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all a lie. Yeah, it it would be. Yeah, I I think it just I mean, uh, white man turning blue and it becomes a lie. <laughs> yeah, it would be really funny. Yeah, it's it's interesting though. It's that he wants to do this. Yeah. It's, and it, and it all comes down to because like what he found out about, um, the whole truth about the squid. Yeah, and that's where we come to. Is like you know he comes he found out about the squid. He wants to you know make sure. I don't know if he wants to. I don't know. If I want to say he wants to make sure it doesn't happen again, or like he wants to have, like have that kind of power. Yeah, and. It's really like the use of fear, I guess, to control the masses. Yeah. Kind of stuff. And like it's conf- and like that's the big crutch of the whole situation for him. Also, I find it funny, and I was talking about this earlier, because I was watching some a video about people breaking down the episode as well, as well as um, like Easter eggs, because the, there's always Easter eggs with this show. There's always Easter eggs with Damon Lindelof, and sometimes I can't even catch them. But essentially, there was one where it talked about um, how Keyed, um... Well, in the books, you know, Adrian Veidt, when he does his big plan, he's like, I don't, I'm not some like maniacal crazy dude who will just explain to you and just later do it. I did it like 15 minutes ago, whatever. Yeah. He actually sits down and actually talks about his plans. Yeah. <laughs> like the exact opposite of what Adrian Veidt would do. Yeah. Like he is the maniacal villain, the, 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 the mustache twirling kind of dude. And he even has a trap door. Yeah. He's pretty, uh, he's pretty, he is pretty comical. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like the point that they're going for, and I mean it's fine. I just feel like that's the like if if like if I had to like figure out a reference though, if that's like yeah, that that's when I feel like yeah, you could you could have done a better job, guys. Come on. Yeah, but you know that's the big reveal about Doctor Manhattan, and for the, for the most part, this whole episode is about Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, secretly. Yeah. Because he's part of the plan. Everyone wants to know where he's at. He, because like when you have someone this god this with this much god power, you want to know what's up with him. Even Lindelof was like, "Yeah, if Doctor Manhattan doesn't even show up, why am I even watching?" Because he's like one of the best parts of the whole Watchmen story, and he's right. He is. Doctor Manhattan is like one of the best parts about um, Watchmen because his thought process, his he's basically this construction of the Superman thing, this all powerful being. You know, how would he be like? 
And, you know, that's one of the things I really like about Doomsday Clock is this, the way they write Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. So, obviously, Dr. Manhattan has to be involved somehow, right, Jay? Y- yeah, but we also got to mention Lady True's plan. Oh, that's right, Lady True plan. That's the one thing I forgot to mention. You, you take it from here because I, I can barely remember her plan at all. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, when Angela, you know, gets to that room with all those boxes and talks about uh, Dr. Manhattan... She sort of like explains that Will came to her because he suspects the Seventh Cavalry are gonna do something. Yeah, and it involves Doctor Manhattan, which you know he's right. And like the the whole reason why Lady True is building that giant clock tower is so that like we don't exactly know what it's gonna do, but she explains it as it's going to help you know protect Doctor Manhattan. He's gonna like try to save him. And pretty much, she sort of like I'm gonna. I, that's like I'm built, and she sort of like emphasized that I'm gonna save the the world mm-hmm. by doing this. Yeah, it's a kind of like a polar opposite. But you and I had this conversation before, this conversation too, as we were watching the episode. What if she's like thinks she's gonna do it, but in reality, she's gonna like not double cross, but like sort of get back at us. Like she's gonna end up using Doctor Manhattan for something nefarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we discussed that. I think we also discussed, like, um, um, that, that her plan could equally as go, go wrong. Yeah. Or, or, like, we were just gonna be like, what if she's, like, another Adrian Veidt, and her plan to save the world, you know, involves, you know, the deaths of millions? Which would be, it's if she was Veidt's daughter, that would make total sense. Yeah, it would, it would be, like, a, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the bit, that's, that's, you know, this whole thing is about Dr. Manhattan. It's literally, the episode is literally called, um, in a, an almost religious awe, which is like, you know, when you think of Dr. Manhattan, you think of like someone, someone with this godly power. So we're going to talk about the newest reveal that happened. Wait, we, we also got to, right, before, before we move on. Am I forgetting? Man, I got to write this stuff down now. No, no, I mean, it, 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 and we kind of, like, mentioned it earlier, but, like, Lady True mentions that, you know, Dr. Manhattan is pretty close. Oh, yeah, 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 Okay, well, so you're just helping me build up on it. Yeah, building yeah, up, yeah. building up, building up to yeah, that he's, big he, reveal. He's, he's close, he's somewhere in Tulsa, and that that makes Angela want to get out more. Like, just leave the facility. She's yeah. like, you're crazy, I don't know what you're talking about, and she just, like, walks away. Yeah. And that's when she confronts Cal, telling Cal... Okay, they, they they found us. We 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 gotta we gotta go. And Cal's just confused, like what's going on? What are you talking about? Um and she explains like we knew this was gonna happen. You don't remember because you made sure you didn't remember. He's like, You're talking about the accident? Because remember Cal has an accident. Yeah, Cal was in an accident. And we'll he get lost, to that. He lost some of his memories. Yes, he he lost some of his memories. And then Angel drops the the name John. Cal's like, That's not my name. My name's not John. It's like, it is, baby. And Angela responds like, it is, baby. And she starts smashing his head with a hammer. Yeah. Repeatedly over and over again. And she starts... And I, I, it's kind of gross how she kind of just digs into that hole she made. Yeah. And she pulls out a metal, like, object that's the Dr. Manhattan symbol. Yeah. And then Cal's body starts to glow blue. Cal Abar is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. The biggest what the fuck moment in this whole episode, in this whole season. Yep. Where do we begin? 
Yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's pretty crazy because at least for me, like I started making like connecting the dots as soon as like uh, Lady True was mentioned that you know that Doctor Manhattan is somewhere in Tulsa mm-hmm. and he's lost some of his memories. To which I'm like, wait a minute, it's gonna be Cal, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I was like. I, I literally was like, because for me it was like. It's either going to be Cal or, like, she's trying to, like, reference that Will is actually Dr. Manhattan and, like, somehow, like, supplanted, like, memories of Hooded Justice and all that stuff. But, no, it's it's Cal. Cal is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And, like I said, looking back, it makes sense. Yeah, because now knowing, like, Cal is Dr. Manhattan, it, it, it definitely puts in, like, a lot of his, like, scenes in perspective. Yeah. Like, uh, the scene with him talking to the kids about, like, explaining death. Like, I think we when we discussed that, like... Yeah, we talked about it, like, that's, like, a perspective of someone who's, like, no, who, like, kind of doesn't really, like, put their trust in God much. Because you have Dr. Manhattan, who is basically God-like. And puts into question, like, a lot of stuff that has happened now. But we never really considered it to be, he's Dr. Manhattan, this is him talking. Yeah. This is his, you know, thought process. Heck, even the, um, like, the accident, we we just kind of, like, wrote that off. Yeah, the accident is barely, like, mentioned of what the accident was. Like, it's only until, like, I think this episode where Angela, like, sort of offhandedly mentions that he was in a car crash. Yeah. And, like, for the most part, you and me were talking, we were talking about maybe he had an accident when, when the, the White Knight happened. Or, like, he had an accident back in Vietnam. And we were kind of right when we first, when we heard the whole, you know, he was an accident in the car crash or whatever. That's what happened. But now it's like, oh, that's their cover story. Yeah. And so the reason probably what doesn't remember, because I'm guessing that that little metal thing is tachyons. Tachyons are the thing that kind of negates Metal Man's powers. Not negates, but causes him not like to function right. Yeah. So, that's why he couldn't see what Adrian Vibe was planning. He had a lot of tachyons on him. And, you know... <clears throat> so, having that would probably wouldn't mess around. It's kind of like... Um, what, uh, kryptonite for Superman, but it made a lot more sense. Yeah. I mean, technically, you can say kryptonite is more of the radiation, but, you know. That's besides the point. We're talking yeah. about Dr. Manhattan. That's Superman. That's when Doomsday Clock comes out, which I'm still waiting on. But, essentially... His, we there were a lot of hints and stuff around there. We just never like took it to account. Yeah, like they they're, they're easily missable. Yeah, and it's I mean unless you're someone who I mean it's also easy for you to make that assumption. But when it like I said the re- the build up to the reveal makes sense. That's what that's what we're, that's what I was saying the whole time. You know this reveal, you know it didn't come out of nowhere. If you actually go back and look. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Heck, even like the little, they were leaving little nods to it if you really think about it. Um, Angela, her name is Sister Nun. Sister Knight. Sister Knight, or whatever. She's basically a nun. Yeah. And what are nuns known for? Uh, in terms of like marriage. Like, they don't get married, they're married to God. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. God. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was right there in front of us. It's a little cool little Easter egg for you, David Lindelof. Thank you for that. But even heck, um, in the Peter Peter articles, 
Um, this is this was a note. This is a, like it was confirmed by the creators as a little fun little nod. Um, you you hate this. I remember I told this one to you, and you looked at me like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. No, I think I know. I know what you're talking about. This was a pretty. This is like I think a really dumb thing. So, um, her and Lori's big old vibrator, or whatever, is called Excalibur. X Cal A bar. <laughs> it's it's really dumb. Uh, that's uh, that's like a really dumb nod. Or like tease, like yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. It just well. Also, people have mentioned like how kind of attractive a uh, Lori is to Cal. I mean, yeah, that's certainly interesting. Yeah, it's 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 there. But like the the this whole reveal, like no, it makes sense, and we're gonna get and from the looks of the next week's episode, we're getting more into like what is what happened, why is this going on, like basically basically Angela meeting Doctor Manhattan, yeah, in Saigon, yeah, and how that's gonna happen, yeah. Also, as I mentioned, outside the Calvary's outside of the their house, yeah, yeah. Like when she gets to the house, like. There's a group of cavalry members just pretty much like staking out her house, ready mm-hmm. to go in. So I, so, so they they must have, I don't know how they found out. They probably something happened during the, my the theory is right now online that something happened during the White Knight that kind of revealed that he was Doctor Manhattan, and so Judd and Keen are just like now trying now now that they know they're trying to plan out to capture him. Yeah. So I, that's that was the whole point. And I don't. It's just there's a whole lot of more mystery in there, and we're slowly wrapping it up. And well, yeah, that's that's the crazy part. We're getting close to the ending. There's so much stuff, and there's only two episodes left. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it's and uh, I read a, I read something recently that David Lindelof said this is only gonna be a one season thing. If they want to make more scenes out of it, he's not gonna be a part of it. Interesting. Yeah, so this is he. He said this is gonna be like a one-off story. That's it. And I can see more people doing more with this, but at the same time, I'm kind of with them. I'm kind of glad. I'll be okay if this is a one-story thing. Yeah, I mean, like, heck, what happens if G uh, John Keed actually wins and gets his Doctor Manhattan powers, and now it's like this battle of superheroes? Like, imagine how that would be. Well, I mean, he would have Doctor Manhattan power, so he'd just kill everybody, though. Yeah, but I'm saying like this sort of question of like superheroes now, and it starts getting more into like this 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 con- deconstruction of stuff, and yeah, that's like what I'm thinking. But you know, again, this could all we could this could all backfire on him, and this could lead nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, um, I'm excited to see where this goes. I want to know what ha- I don't. I'm starting to wonder what happened to good old now. Yeah, no, I mean, they said he was still in jail, though, right? Yeah, but I'd at least like to see him. Yeah. We got Dr. Manhattan. Where's the Where's Lori's other ex? Yeah, that'd be really weird. Yeah. But, I don't know, You do you have anything else to say about the reveal? Um, no, I think, uh, no, I think we discussed everything about the, the reveal, like, yeah. you know, just how crazy it is, and, like, how it, it kind of makes all, it makes sense, like, looking back at it. Yeah, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing to talk to think about. And oh wait, hold up. We forgot to men- we we've, I just had like this 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 thought process of that 
like had because I just remembered like every how everyone tried to figure how everyone had figured out that Cal was Doctor Manhattan. There's someone on Reddit, and this is such a Reddit thing to do. How, oh yeah, because like so there's a in the trailers there's, a, there's an image of Doctor Manhattan's hands, and they analyze Doctor Manhattan's knuckles. And realize that he has the same knuckles as Cal. Therefore, Cal is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, that's a pretty... Yeah, I think I remember you met, you told me that earlier. And I was like, Ika. yeah, no, that, that's like, that's some real, like, detective work there. That's, that's Batman for your ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been reading up on the PD files or what, PDPD or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, um, interesting to note that. A lot of them are interested in what's going on with Keed and all that stuff. Even the the Calvary, they have a reaction to like. They even wrote the reaction to like finding out who the Justice was. This uh, was was Will, and he was black. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So, ah, uh, yeah, I think that's all I had to say. We're almost to like almost an hour in. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing else to say about the episode. It was a great episode. Yeah, I think um, it was solid. Two episodes left. That's that's what worries me. How do you wrap all this up in two episodes? Yeah, that kind of like worries. That that, that is definitely sort of the uh, question because we still have, like, we still have to figure out like how does the Adrian Veidt stuff like tie into all of mm-hmm. this, um, like, and sort of just like how does this end? Does does uh like the truce plan like to stop the calvary succeed do the calvary and senator keed win do these two plans like like are they like essentially two sides of the same coin what's gonna happen in dr manhattan yeah is like like pretty much like what is going to happen and you know and you gotta remember this is the guy these are the guys that made lost the guys with the who had the very questionable ending that made everybody upset yeah, which I mean, I'm I was never a big that big into Lost even when it came out. Um, I liked a little bit of the leftovers. This is more this is the most like David Lindelof stuff that I actually like. Because like it 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 flows so well for something being from Watchmen. Yeah, which is kind of the same way I feel about Doomsday Clock, which is like the other DC sequel to the Watchmen book that they've been promoting. That's almost ending this this month at the time of this recording. God, please just give me that book. But no, it's Doctor Doctor Manhattan reveal. He's always been an interesting character. Um, I'm always excited to see what he's up to. That's probably why I'm very excited for next week's episode. Yeah, funny how in, like they never show his face. Do they not want to show the actor who plays Cal's face on him, or does he not translate? I don't know. I don't know. I like. So far, we haven't actually seen his face. Yeah, I mean, my my whole thought on like what was gonna happen, I thought he was gonna be, re- I thought um, Doctor Manhattan was gonna be revealed like last episode, because in the way it was, the name because of the name of the last episode. Yeah, but no, it was uh, it was well, it was Hood Justice, but no, yeah, we were yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, God, I can't wait to get Kelvin to watch this. You know, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, I want to hear his thoughts. You might see it on somewhere around here. But, no, yeah, guys, that was our talk about episode 7 of The Watchmen. And almost religious awe. And it's 
it's it's been getting f- interesting. Yeah. I, I'm I'm surprised. I feel like this is one of those sleeper hits that has been out for this year. Possibly. I mean, I haven't heard. I've, it hasn't gotten like the rave reviews as like something like The Boys. But I think it's because The Boys are like so fresh and new. Yeah. For a lot of people, whenever they hear Watchmen, they think of the movie, which is like not as eh. Eh, possibly. Eh, possibly, yeah. So, guys, I hope you guys will be excited for the next episode as we are. We're just... I'm excited. I want Sunday to come in now. Eh, you know. I want to see what they do with Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan's one of my favorite characters from The Watchmen. But, uh, yeah, so if you guys know about us, please follow us on any social medias. The Twitter is coming up soon. Facebook and Instagram, where we always post what we're talking about, what what's our next uh, topic about in our episodes. As well as following us on any of these podcasting sites like CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. Am I missing one? No. That's all five? Yeah. I think there's an extra one in there. But don't worry. We'll probably be on those other ones later on. And, of course, please follow us on YouTube if you're watching us through the video ver- in the video version. Be sure to do all that fun stuff, you know. Subscribe. You, you've heard it before. You've you've pretty much been being over to the ho- being a dead horse with it. So you know, just do all that stuff to follow us, keep up with us, and all that good stuff. And well, yeah, I think that's about it. Joe, you have anything else to say? No, yeah. uh, that's all. Yeah, be sure to watch out for our, uh, for next week's episode where we talk about um, Dark Man's big reveal. Uh, I'm trying to remember the episode because it's going right now. Where's my mouse? There's my mouse. It's a, it's a good mouse. Yeah, because we only got ten episodes, two episodes left. This is a nine. I feel like this should have been ten, honestly. Eh. Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the the title of the uh, of next week's episode. A god walks into a bar. Uh, yeah. A bar. Yeah, yeah, and I get Angela it. Angela A bar. Yeah, I get it. I, get uh, it. I love it. So yeah, thanks for uh, checking us out. Uh, this has been good old Joey. I'm a new son of a... Why? Were you going to say it? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. That's why I pointed at you. Okay, alright. No, I got, uh, I got the message. Okay. And this has been your boy, Eli from the Contrarians, and we are officially signing out of this episode. Peace.